0: Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Palato
1: for MediaMonarchy.com. Everyone now faces a health risk. We've got that story plus media trust busted. But first, Federal Reserve raises interest rates by 0.75%. That's the most since 1994 amid their effort to slow inflation. The Federal Reserve last week raised interest rates by 0.75%, which might not sound like a lot but that is the largest move it has made in a single meeting since 1994, 28 years ago. The central bank messaged that further interest rates hikes will come this year as the Fed leans on higher borrowing costs to dampen demand and work to slow faster than expected inflation. The decision to raise interest rates by 0.75% was an abrupt turn from the previous week when markets had largely expected the central bank to follow through on the things it said, its communicated strategy of only raising it by 0.50%. But a hot inflation report on Friday showed the fastest pace of price increases since eh, just 41 years ago, 1981, showing little sign of alleviating price pressures. Remember when they said they'd kill you last? They lied. Combined with other economic data showing the worst reading of consumer confidence since the 1970s, the pessimistic outlook of the Fed to entertain the idea of abandoning its prior plan, push push the Fed to, you know, again, it's just, again, a shock that they had to do all this. You might confuse James 1994 for now, what with, you know, like a weird gropey puppet president and people very excited about imaginary internet things. Or is it more like the 70s? We've heard reports, of course, of, of Biden, just don't compare me to Carter. But yeah, fake progressive puppet waging wars and creating more poor people. A quick blast of headlines, James, before I throw it to you. Russian ruble hits seven-year high against the U.S. dollar. Russia overtakes Saudi Arabia as China's top oil supplier. Sidebar, Brandon is allegedly going to the Saudi kingdom and occupied Palestine next month. They can watch him eat pizza or maybe rack on his publicity stunt bike. High gas prices are a signal of more inflation to come because if it costs more for the trucks to get to you, it's going to cost more for those products to get on that shelf cnn stooge suggests inflation though is needed to achieve their green agenda james and of course you know myocarditis that's just a normal part of being a teenager now
0: james james sidebar was that a commando reference it was (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. I taught my nine-year-old boy, get to the (laughs) choppa! And he has no idea what it is or where it comes from, but he knows it now. Anyway, that's a bit of a sidebar. On to the global economic collapse that's playing out in real time in front of us. Oh, if we have to talk about that. Um, Yes, I have a lot to say about this, but I kind of already just said it. Um, If people are interested, I would direct them to my most recent subscriber newsletter editorial on the controlled demolition of the economy, because of course... I think it should be apparent to all of us by now in the conspiracy realist world that that is what we are facing, the controlled demolition of the economy, and we are all facing it in whatever country you happen to be listening to us in. I'm sure you are experiencing some aspect of this a multivariate crisis that's going on right now. It isn't just price inflation or energy crisis. It's the supply chain crisis and all of the other aspects of this. Uh, even in some places, things not, not being on the store shelves anymore and things along those lines. We just saw the baby formula shortage and all of this sort of stuff. So we've all experienced some degree of this, but obviously not to the degree that it is going to be coming uh, at us uh, in the very near future and I I hope people are aware of the gravity of this economic situation. If not, I will direct them back to that controlled demolition of the economy editorial. And also on the note of the rising ruble and how great the ruble is doing, what that stat actually means, actually featured prominently in the subscriber editorial from the week before. Why do people believe fake statistics? So if you want to know more on drill down on that particular statistic and what it actually means and what that means about what statistics are all about in the first place, I would suggest that editorial as well.
1: Uh, I believe it was Dr. Gates. He was a big fan of How to Lie with Statistics, I think, that book. Speaking of the Green Reaper, our second story on this New World Next Week, episode 489. Heatwave lockdowns have arrived. Region in France bans outdoor gatherings and concerts until the officials declare that the heatwave is over. Officials in France banned people from attending concerts, outdoor gatherings, and events due to safety concerns over a heatwave. Everyone now faces a health risk, official Fabienne Buccio told France Bleu Radio after announcing the regional restrictions around Bordeaux. Outdoor events, including, ironically, annual resistance celebrations, are banned until the officials declare the heat wave is over. They're even restricting some indoor events that don't have air conditioning uh, private weddings are still allowed for whatever reason. Temperatures reportedly hit 40 degrees Celsius on Thursday. That's 104 in American heat. Nonetheless, rather than let people, you know, take responsibility for themselves to hydrate or stay home, which is of course really popular, French officials are comfortable deciding for them. Indeed, democratic governments all around the world seem to have gotten real comfortable stripping citizens freedoms for safety as of late from COVID lockdowns. To the climate. And once again, James, your friendly neighborhood conspiracy realist was right. In other well orchestrated moves to kill us, a leak from the Great Reset, Ireland planning harsh COVID style lockdown in the event of a fuel shortage, Australians urged to turn off lights and appliances for two hours every evening, and also adult diapers are now mandatory because you, you never know, James.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, all right. So on this note, I guess we'll just have to say we told you so, um, that this was coming. Um, again, you don't have to be exactly an Ostradamus to understand that this has been part of the plan since the beginning of this great reset. Um, But again, this is one of those stories that we talk about here from time to time, that no matter where you live on the planet, you are experiencing the local version of this. And you might think, you might be mistaken in your belief that it is just the local version. So for example, we just saw this past week, Germany rations gas amid Russian cuts, mandates return to coal for electricity production. Um, So, you know, feeling the energy crisis in Europe, obviously, but... Feeling it here in Japan as well. Kishida-ai's reward points system to ease electricity bills. So Japan going with the carrot version of the carrot and stick. Don't worry, guys. If you save energy, if you're under whatever threshold we set, well, you can get some points that you can redeem, blah, blah, blah. But really, that's only because there's an upper house, a house of counselors uh, selection that's taking place here in a couple of weeks. So they're just trying to buy some votes, I think. But who cares about politics, let alone Japanese politics? Certainly not me, anyway. Um, But I think the underlying point is, we know where this is going. We know what this is about. If we are experiencing the controlled demolition of the economy, why are we experiencing? Why on earth would they, the people who steward over and control this economy, why would they want to scuttle it? It is because who cares about the paper dollars or the you know, points in this game. No, no, no. The real purpose of the game is control. And so the next stage of implementing the next level of control is now, in order to solve this crisis, we're going to have to lock you down. Lock you down harder and longer. And so we've talked about various aspects of this. Of course, the, the specter of the climate lockdowns was something that I was writing about specifically last year in my editorial, the scamdemic was so last year. Here's what's coming next, talking about climate lockdowns. And wow, lo and behold, here we are. I must have a crystal ball. No, 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 no. I just read what they are saying and say, hey, you know what? They're probably going to do that. And so here we are. And uh, now the next question is how, how we deal with this and what we do. Vote harder, guys. In the in the upper house election here in Japan, I bet you we could vote out the LDP. No, I don't think that's going to be the solution. But at any rate, yeah, realizing and understanding we are in the controlled demolition of the economy. They're trying to transition us over into a completely controlled economy where they can flick that lockdown switch that they've now activated at any time they want for any excuse they want. So if you do not have, if not s- some degree of independence, and I don't mean that in the I'm alone person surviving all by myself form of independence but i have a community of people and we're working together to solve these problems and issues and how we can supply things for ourselves if you're not already working on that that's infrastructure it's too late so get on it
1: i'm reminding media monarchy members all the time because amazing connections are made so earlier today on my show on my chat I'm playing a song made by one of the Media Monarchy members. We're all super stoked that this guy's making music and we're playing. And somebody asked, Hey, do you do you like, do you do you guys play out? Do you have any gigs? They discovered they were same in the same state. So now that's two other people. It's like, what? You're in Massachusetts too? It's like, you hey guys, go meet. Take take it off this platform and make it in real life. What did we talk about a week ago? they turned your health app red so you couldn't go yell at the bank. James actually even kind of heard that story a little later, put into the context of bank runs, which was not a part I thought about when we were talking about it. The conspiracy realists, we've yelled about, oh, police state, prison planet's coming, the cashless society. The start to fruition of climate lockdowns, the amount of where it said, oh, we think they're coming to "They're here, real short amount of time in the things again that we've talked about james in our 30 plus years of corporate report and media monarchy i can't really think of too many other things where we said hey this is going to happen and it happened and it wasn't a decade and it wasn't 15 or 20 years speaking of my broadcast and my morning show i briefly was mentioning did you know that on july 28th 2020 The Rockefeller Foundation published a document called Reset the Table that was all about, you know, food shortages for just June 2022. We got the PDF for you, Reset the Table, meeting the moment to transform the U.S. food system. Again, it's a lot like other things we've talked about for 20 years. The Project for a New American Century thing 20 years ago. The powers that shouldn't be need a new era of dominance, but it's going to be real tough unless we, you know, get like a new Pearl Harbor or something. Event 201, Agenda 2030. Hey, what about Operation Mockingbird? We will wrap up this New World Next Week, Episode 489, with our third segment. New Reuters survey finds that trust in mainstream news is rapidly declining. The Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism runs, I guess, a yearly project designed to gauge public perceptions of media specifically corporate media, and how much trust the mainstream media has garnered. Spoiler alert, they haven't garnered any. In fact, over the course of the last two years, let alone the last six or more, establishment journalists have alienated a large portion of the general public. Latest survey finds that globally, 38% of people are avoiding most news altogether, indicating that coverage of specific subjects such as, oh, I don't know, COVID, have become repetitive and depressing. That's an increase of almost 10% from 2017 when, of course, Orange Man Bad was the worst thing to ever happen to us. The more vital statistic, though, is the number of people that do not trust the media at all globally. 42% of people said they trust the media most of the time. That's all. In the U.S., only 26% said they trust the media. That is a three-point dip from only last year. This is all reinforced by the exponential decline in mainstream news ratings in the past few years, the amount of people actually watching this crap. CNN lost approximately 70% of its audience in key demographics. Now, don't say CNN lost 70% of its audience, 70% in key demos. And the network recently suffered one of the smallest weekly audience ratings since 2015, and that's not even mentioning the stillborn death of CNN+. MSNPC's audience numbers also down 32% this month as their primetime shows struggle to maintain even a million people. James, they're again indie hip-hop artists who get more than that in the hour they upload their new song. And of course, even the most important thing in our lives, the January 6th hearings. Six percent of the American population bothered to watch that, which hopefully it would have been more because maybe more people would have learned that, hey, guess what? There were all kinds of feds infiltrated that thing. Perhaps not surprisingly, James, and we've talked about this, what I've seen here in the States just through my entire life is that whatever parties in favor in D.C., The opposition is going to get big ratings. Fox News is the only corporate network that appears to be holding a steady audience. We've got all the links to all the documents and the PDFs. Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism News Report 2022.
0: James. Well, James, I don't know about the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism report, but I know that, uh, and longtime viewers of New World Next Week will know, that we cover this story essentially uh, once a year, generally. There's some sort of poll that comes out measuring trust in media, media viewing habits, that sort of thing, and we generally cover it. So that's why I wanted to throw this one in, because it came across my news radar, and I thought, here it is. It's our annual New World Next Week study charting the decline of the dinosaur media it's uh, it, uh I do, I must confess, I do take some schadenfreude in watching the dust settle on the, the comet that has uh, struck a couple of decades ago and is uh, generally uh, uh, killing off the old dinosaur media. But it is fun to document that along the way. Here is a another example of that. And actually, if you drill down into that PDF, there's some interesting insights. For example, on page 11 under the, the headline, consumption patterns reveal disconnection and disengagement with news amongst some news consumers, they note, while a succession of crises, including the pandemic and the invasion of Ukraine, demonstrates the importance of independent professional journalism and significant growth for some individual media brands, we find that many people are becoming increasingly disconnected from news, with falling interest in many countries, a rise in selective news avoidance, and low trust, further underlining the critical challenge news media face today, connecting with people who have access to an unprecedented amount of content online, and convincing them that paying attention to news is worth their while. (laughs) I mean, that's such a revealing insight right there, isn't it? Because... You don't have to convince anyone of the value of news if the news that you are presenting and the way you are presenting actually affects their lives and actually has relevance to the world around them and the way they perceive the world and things that are happening, information that they can use to actually change their world. Could there be a reason why independent media like New World Next Week and the things that we're doing at Media Monarchy and the Corporate Report, why that has taken off? in the past couple of decades, and the dinosaurs are dying out. Could there be a reason? Could it be because their conceptualization of news is itself a faulty, busted paradigm that does not provide value to people? And people inherently know this. You don't need to be convinced of the value of the information that we're presenting here week after week because it's self-evident. But The big mainstream dinosaurs have to go around beating their chest about how important they are, and democracy dies in darkness, and you need us, you need us. No, we don't. No, we do not. Now, there's an even deeper question embedded here about news the news what is the news where does that conception even come from has it always been that way was it gifted to us for it was written in the stars the news and this is how it is presented and this is what it is no of course not go back a few hundred years ago let alone a few thousand years ago and people wouldn't understand your conception of what the news is or why or how you consume it every day so that's something to think about and that's I know that might sound like esoteric gobbledygook at this point, but I I have a feeling that some of my forthcoming work will help to uh, elaborate that point a little bit. In the meantime, if you're interested, I will once again direct you back to my video from a few years ago. The news is a social construct. It is used to program you, but I think I'll leave it there for now.
1: Kind of early on in this pandemic change, James, we would uh, joke and fantasize in the chat about sort of rolling into town and just acting completely... C- cuffed what, what are you guys all talking about? Oh, I don't watch your garbage TV, so I don't know this thing that you're all freaking out about. Um, CastBot actually has been working on and should be wrapping up Amusing Ourselves to Death, Neil Postman's landmark book here pretty soon. But yeah, they need award shows. That's why those award shows are so important. It's hilarious, James. Again, uh, you know, Billboard Pro member and all. They're adding more categories to the Grammys and to the awards shows than they've ever had before. I mean, it is the like you get a trophy and you get a trophy. It just it again, it it's almost like it's an artificial inflation of something that maybe could have had some some sort of value. But yeah, they don't pull fire victims. Hey gosh, thanks for telling me my house was on fire. It's it's just it's it's part of the thing. We are the comet, they are the dinos. And we got newworldnextweek.com. Uh James, I don't think we've even sent maybe out the email to let people know 911 war games 911 trillions DVD is back in stock. We should have volume one of the Corbett USB archive very soon. There's been some technical difficulties. We're all we're all learning things here on the back end of that. Uh, in other news, I have my own radio station at MediaMonarchy.com. James, that is New World Next Week, episode 489.
0: Awesome. And thank you to everyone out there for uh, for being patient as we get those technical difficulties sorted out. Yes, it's a new product. We're trying to figure out how best to, to get it to you. But it is coming. It will be there shortly. So um, it will be shipping out shortly as well. Um, but the good news is once the 2007-2008 is sorted out, then 2009 and forward, once we get all the Wrinkles sorted out, it should be a much smoother process anyway. As you say, all part of the learning curve of all of this. Um, And on another note, I feel impelled to plug, since I've talked about my editorial a couple of times already in this, uh, in this one, and the, the links will be down in the show notes for you to, uh, to explore, um, for people who don't know, yes, I do have a subscriber newsletter that comes out every week with a subscriber editorial, and if you are not a member of the Corporate Report, shame on you, you're f- you a bad person and you should feel bad, but if you cannot afford the $1 a month expense to become a member of the Corporate Report and to get access to that newsletter, at the very least, I post the editorial up for free every single week to my substack. So you can go to cordreport.substack.com and you can sign up for free for the email list. It will email you when there's a new post of any sort, as well as the editorial every single weekend. So um, once again, lots of ways to connect, lots of ways to get this information. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for everyone out there. Thank you all for sticking around. And James, remind me, are we back next week?
1: yeah we'll be back next week it's the week following that that's the 4th of July gotcha. holiday right. week here. so mistake.
0: then we should sign off this week by saying we'll be back no okay <laughs> uh, t- <laughs>
1: I could have done my whole like, remember Sully when I told you I'd kill you last
0: I lied <laughs> I think we'll leave it before this go- completely derails James thanks for and these stories <laughs> take care <laughs>